Welcome to Small Business Love, where I chat with inspiring women who are running their own successful business as they share their journey, the highs and lows and everything in between. Along with value-packed solo episodes and special guest speakers, I really hope this podcast will inspire you to follow your dreams and bring your desires to light. You are here for a reason. Welcome to this week's podcast where I chat with Crystal from Sambus Retreats about going all in on her Airbnb business. Crystal also has great advice for anyone thinking about listing their own property with Airbnb. So enjoy this episode. So Crystal, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for agreeing to come on. I'm so excited to hear all about your business and what's been going on in your life. Thank you, Kylie. My pleasure. It's exciting to to be chatting and talking all things Airbnb. Yes, I know. It's very exciting. Hopefully we don't have any more blackouts. I forgot yeah. that about Adelaide. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all the time, although Queensland's not much better. So Crystal, we met when we were photographing or looking for somewhere to photograph for our cocoa furniture. And I saw you on social media with your beautiful Sambus retreat and we got in touch. And then from there, it just sort of snowballed and you've been an amazing customer and I've just loved watching your journey. So can you share a bit about, you know, how you got into Airbnb and um, yeah, about Sambus retreat? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, well, you guys came onto my radar when we were looking to style the new retreat and once I saw those bedheads, I just couldn't have anything else. <laughs> so that was back in March 2020. Yep, COVID. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 2020. Yes, what a year. <laughs> yes. But our story sort of starts back in 2016 when we wanted to travel ourselves. My husband and I wanted to sort of take some time away from our normal life and spend some time on the road. And we were about to put our house on a permanent rental and my girlfriend said have you heard of airbnb and at that stage i hadn't when well, no, i had not heard of airbnb and i thought wow this is interesting so i looked into it and we thought let's take the risk you know we're not going to get the guaranteed 500 a week or whatever we were going to get from rental i think at that, at that's in 2016 it was probably 250 <laughs> <laughs> not like that twice the amount <laughs> yeah but um where we took we took that leap of faith because we thought well you know it is the unknown but there was a lot of pros as well we could leave a lot of our furniture behind we knew someone was in and out of our property all the time yes. so we thought let's give this a go we, we might only travel for three months anyway saves putting all of our furniture into storage we'll try it and then two and a half years later we <laughs> were still away from home wow. oh. so we spent yeah quite a bit of time um in Pacific Islands, some time in America. We spent some time living and working in the top end of WA as well. Yeah, um, And the house just ticked over on Airbnb and people were just loving it because we, we've always been um, kind of into renovations and, and we've got a little, our house is a little shack down at Aldinga Beach, mm. um, not far from the beach, a little 1960s shack. So it's got lots of character. <laughs> it turns that. out people loved. It's, yes. it's different and it's unique. And they're, they're the properties that, that end up doing really well, as we found out. 
And back then it was one of the only ones on Airbnb in Aldinga. In that area. Okay. And, you know, it makes so much sense, right? I know for families, especially like we've got four boys. So for us to go and stay in a hotel, well, we need to have an apartment for starters. But when you can stay in someone's home and it feels homely and it's walking distance to the beach, and especially if it's a bit quirky, you know, I think if it's location and it's clean and it's something a bit different, like it ticks all those boxes, right? Absolutely. And it makes areas that were not accessible because we don't have hotels or motels or anything in our area anyway. Yes. Before Airbnb, they really, they just weren't accessible. Mm. So now families can come and stay in amazing places that don't have hotels and things available. Yeah. And that's part of the charm of the coastal towns, isn't it? That they don't have high-rise buildings and all these other things. But it's so good that there's another option to, you know, the caravan park and cabins or, you know, having to go to a major city. So this is perfect. Yeah, absolutely. And it's come a long way as well. I think, the, you know, some people say the market's becoming saturated in different areas, but in a way that's good. It just picks up mm-hmm. the quality of the stays that are available for families and yeah. and people are just taking... Airbnbs and short-term rentals to the next level, which is super exciting. Oh my gosh, Crystal. Okay. So you guys traveled for two and a half years and I love that you traveled overseas as well, you know, while you could, before you, I mean, no one knew what was coming, right? But, you know, and pre-kids as well. Oh my gosh. So you traveled for two and a half years and then you came back and in that time, you know, obviously your house was well looked after. Did you have any dramas? No, we were really, really, I say lucky, but I think that's the experience of most hosts is um, people are very good. The way that the platform is designed is very much on reviews and and most people are, are doing the right thing, which is amazing. We had some fantastic help. So I had one girlfriend that would come in and do the cleans in between each guest. Perfect. And another girlfriend that would come in and do the landscaping and maintain the yard and um that's her jam. So I love that too, is, is being able to create opportunities for people that love to do what they do Yes, and, and work as a team. Oh, that is so good. And then having, you know, people that you know, they could report back to you, like, you know, the house is being kept beautifully, Absolutely. You know, giving you that feedback, or if yeah. it wasn't, they could let you know that as well. Yeah, both from the team and from the guests, because you're getting reviews every, you know, few days. So you know that you know that the quality is being kept up yeah absolutely okay so you get back from your two and a half years of travel which was only supposed to be a few months which I love and then what happened then we decided we wanted our home back it was time (laughs) for us to start a family so um yeah we thought let's let's have our space back we'll move back into our home but I really missed the hosting side of things so even that's what's also great about Airbnb and short-term rental and a lot of these platforms is you can manage these things from afar so that whole time I was dealing with with guests and um, making you know a space available where people could come and have an amazing time telling us how many great memories they've made and I really missed that side of it I'd come from a long background of um, customer service so I found that that was just like combining so many of my passions yep and I missed that. And so when we were here, we were still actually, we still Airbnb'd our house for about six months. We were living with mum and dad. <laughs> Thanks, mum and dad. Thanks, mum and dad. Um, yeah. <laughs> Get a bit of a buffer back behind us. Yeah. And um, we saw a little cabin that's right on the Esplanade at Aldinga Beach. 
in what is the old holiday village and we just thought this could be the perfect unique place to still offer that space for people and families to come and enjoy the area um, but also live in our house at the same time perfect yeah we jumped on it and the 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 month we signed we SA went into lockdown (laughs) (laughs) what a time to start a new venture right during COVID good and bad so many positives and negatives So is that where you are now? Was that Samba's Retreat? That's Samba's Retreat. Yes. Yes. Okay. And so what sort of condition was it in when you first moved in? Did it need much work? (laughs) It had been on the market for 18 months. Oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) Nothing sits on the market that long anymore. Um, But it was run down, really, really run down. It had the most horrendous blue curtains you've ever seen that smelled like smoke. (laughs) Yep. Um, But, you know, that's one thing about my husband and I is we can definitely see past the bad stuff and we could just see so much potential and the view and the energy of the area. We're right near the most amazing boardwalk, which just takes you up and you can see some of the most incredible coastline. Yeah, it's Um, stunning. And we could just see the potential. So we got it for a bargain, which was amazing at the time. We got quite lucky, but, it, you know, it, it needed a lot of work. And so we pre-planned everything. We had everything purchased and bought for the renovations. So we did everything top to bottom. First thing we did was rip out those curtains. <laughs> um, did you keep a little swatch as a memory? <laughs> I, I probably should have. <laughs> no, I can still see them in the skip bin. It's yes. in my brain. No one wanted them. No. So, yeah, and we just got stuck into it. So, um, yeah, there's nothing like doing everything all at once. We had, we we'd started our family at that point. I was, uh, well, I had my daughter in November. So I was three months pregnant when we started, three oh or four months pregnant gosh. when we started the renovation. Um, and we just went to town. My husband took some time off of his normal job mm-hmm. and we just, you know, top to bottom, painted everything, pulled out everything that needed to come out, oh redid the flooring. Gosh. So it was in, inside, it's like brand new. Yeah. Beautiful. And how did you come up with the name? So Sambi, so we spent quite a bit of time in uh, Solomon Islands. So my husband's side of the family is from the Solomon Islands. Yeah. And Sambi's means the beach, basically. Yeah. It's it's pidgin English for sand beach, which is the beach. <laughs> Gorgeous. And it is such a vibe there. I just love it. As soon as you sort of drive up and, you know, you see the ocean and then once you're inside, you see all the white and beautiful furniture and it's a total vibe. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Okay. So you've got Sambus retreats and then um, what sort of happened with your journey then? You know, it was, it was COVID. Obviously, you know, um, South Australia was certainly in lockdown as, you know, the, most of Australia was. So how did you sort of navigate that period? So luckily when we had, when I'd done a lot of the planning to make the cabin happen, we, I always had a backup plan and the backup plan was to rent it permanently. So I knew what we would get as a rental return. And I knew that, you know, it might, it might just cover the bills or we'd be putting in a little bit of money as an investment property. And that was okay for us as well, because Mm. at that stage we were just, we, we were just happy to have an investment property regardless. And we, so we, we ended up permanent renting for six months. Okay. And, you know, everything happens for a reason. We actually just, we were renovating one day and a lady just came knocking on the door and said, what are you going to do with this when you're finished? <laughs> and she ended up renting for six months. Oh my gosh, no way. I love yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> ask and you shall receive. 
Yeah. And yeah, I'm a big believer that everything does happen, you know, as it's meant to. Um, and you just have to trust sometimes. Like there was some really scary moments where we're like, are we doing the right thing here? Mm-hmm. Like we even family members were saying, are you sure you want to be doing this right now? Like, yeah. We're, this, this pandemic is coming. <laughs> yes, the world's gone mad. There's so much uncertainty. But, yeah. you know, just, Crystal, following your gut and knowing that, do you know what? It's property. We can't go wrong, really. Yeah. If you rent yeah. it out long-term, yep. if the short-term rental market is dead. Um, and how perfect that this lady came along. And did, was she only looking for six months? Yeah, she just moved back from overseas. And okay. I lived locally. Mm-hmm. So she, yeah, it was like, you know, a match made in heaven. It was, we were exactly what she needed and she was exactly what we needed. So brilliant. that was great. So she stayed for six months and then, and in a way it was nice because we were then, I was then able to just spend six months planning how I was going to make the cabin visually look. Yes. And make a bit of time in between the renovation and the styling and launching it on Airbnb. Mm. Um, and so then we launched in December of 2020. Mm. Yep. And that was sort of back when um, people were starting to travel within the state again. You know, everyone was sort of stuck in the state. So in a way, it was amazing because we were able to give this offering of being by the beach. You can see the ocean. It's a beautiful space. Yes. You know, like when you go, when you travel overseas and you're, and you like with so many Australians were going to Bali or going to these beautiful luxury little villas and things that, are really just not available in Australia unless, especially in SA. Yes, but it was such a nice opportunity for people to move around their, you know, their own backyard, their own state. So it was kind of nice in a way. It was like, okay, we can go out again and, you know, socialise and go on holidays, but we need to do it within the confines of our own state. And that was great because it meant you could go visit wineries and you could go, you know, visit local beaches and so forth. So that in a way was perfect for you guys. Oh, absolutely. It ended up being perfect timing for us because Mm -hmm. people were coming, you know, from sometimes 20 minutes away. Yeah. Wow, this is on our doorstep. And some of those families are still coming back. We've got those some of those families booked for this summer. (laughs) So good. I love that. Yes, regular repeat customers. Because again, once you're there and you experience that vibe, you know, the ocean, like I said, you know, you can see it from the deck and smell it. And it just, even though it's 20 minutes away, you just transform into holiday mode, right? Relaxation and, oh, it's amazing. Take me there now. (laughs) And, you know, like not everyone has their own holiday house or whatever. They can treat, we want people to be able to treat our space that we've created as their own holiday home. So they continually come back and create memories with their family every year. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Perfect. Okay. So by now um, you've launched it, it's doing well. And then where are we at with this story? So, so we launched December, had, we had Ruby in November. We launched in December. So I was on maternity leave. Yes. And that, that sort of gave me the space, you know, while I was breastfeeding, I was managing everything from my phone. Great things about phones. Okay. And that's when I really started to drive the social media side of it as well. Mm-hmm. Because I had the space and I had the time and I'd worked in not-for-profit and social media and communications before. So I, I really enjoyed that aspect of it as well. Mm-hmm. So I had the, the headspace to kind of do that on the side. And that sort of helped to really launch us into different markets and give us a few different income streams. We were able to have people like yourselves come in for photo shoots and things, which has continued, which is awesome. Good. Good. And it keeps the space just feeling really fresh and 
seeing other people's perspective when they take their photos and and put it out on their own social media it's it's really exciting oh yeah and you know that's how we discovered you from social media so you know I wouldn't have even thought to go onto Airbnb to look for a day rental or somewhere you know light and bright but local as well so we could I don't think we hired a truck for that photo shoot I think we came with a trailer and the car yeah. full yeah. <laughs> It was hectic, but again, because it was so nice and close, you know, we didn't have to fly to Bali to do the photo shoot. We were, you know, just down the road essentially. Yeah. So how has social media then helped with your holiday rental? You know, some people I assume would only um, advertise through Airbnb. Has having a social media platform helped? Yeah, absolutely. So it helps with um, generating some private bookings as well, which is nice because, you know, as much as I absolutely love Airbnb, I think always protect your own investment, make sure that you've got your other avenues to be booking mm-hmm. with people and, and driving your own guests and customers. Mm. And you never really want to rely on one thing. So it opens up those other channels for you as well. I think being on, if you just want a property to just tick over and um, and don't sort of want to take it to that next level, then that can mm-hmm. be fine. And it's a great place to start. Yeah. But the socials has really helped to sort of drive those other opportunities like mm-hmm. like the um, the photo shoots and and creating content for people as well and having other local brands come in and use the space yes so it's yeah. just continually bringing and it's it's aligning me with more creative people too which yeah is fun <laughs> uh, which is what I love so much about you know social media it, it was sort of Facebook and now it's Instagram you meet these people online and somehow become quite close with a lot of them and it's the collaboration and you know building each other up and cross-promoting and it's just such a beautiful energy to support other businesses and support local businesses as well I know when we visited you had local wine you know local food it was beautiful the whole thing just was a little taster for what can be supplied and found within the region so it complemented everything so beautifully. Yeah, it's it's, it's an amazing opportunity and there's so many ways where you can align with your own community and Mm. celebrate that within within the space, but then also send people to, you know, they might drink that wine and then head over to that winery and get to the winemaker. Tell their friends about it. Yeah, yeah. Photograph it. Yes, it'll just snowball. Experience, which is great. Mm. Yeah, I totally agree. I think when you're a working mum as well and especially when you're focused on your own you know side hustle that's growing you mm-hmm. don't have a work like you don't have a workplace or a team anymore and so you can be can, can feel a little bit isolating whereas this keeps you connected with people which is great absolutely with the collaborations you know sometimes people can get some you know like paid collaborations or products have you found anything like that has worked for you yeah, so um, we we obviously charge to use the space as mm-hmm. photo shoots now and um, mm-hmm. people can come in and do, like we charge a commercial rate if they're coming to, especially overnight. Mm-hmm. And and that's important too because, you know, that those people might have a higher budget than say the domestic rate that you would charge a family coming in for a couple of nights. Yes. So you've got to be able to protect your income that way too um, mm-hmm. and also grow, grow your income and be able to offer that that yeah. to people and um yes promotional like with products as well we've been uh, we've been really lucky to have a few beautiful rugs from a company called Miss Amaris who again found us through social media yeah and yeah sent us the most beautiful rugs which I've been able to showcase and take photos and create content and yeah. again you know it feeds my creative 
juices mm-hmm. also also sort of yeah helps to build other brands which we align with which is just amazing which is so good right because that whole social proof you know the rugs look beautiful in your um, in your home and then you're taking photographs and then it's content that they can then repurpose as well but yeah. then it's all the eyes on your account that you know people see the rugs and how beautifully they fit the space so again it's just that whole collaborative network and it's it's amazing which is yeah. so good yeah oh my gosh okay so You've got the retreat, it's doing well, and then you are still on maternity leave. And then what happened? Then it was time to go back to okay. day job. <laughs> Double burst, back to work. Yep. Yeah, yeah, back to the, the normal daily grind. And, you know, it, it, that was exciting in its own way because I was, I think at that stage, I was probably ready to, to do something different mm-hmm. and take a bit of time back for myself rather than just being 24-7 mum yep. and try to manage everything with a, with a baby in hand but it just didn't align with me the same way that it used to and that that had also changed a lot I was in not-for-profit and we were doing a lot of um, international development and so part of what aligned with me there was we would travel in and out of the Pacific Islands and help to build Mm. services services for people with disabilities over there Mm. Um, but then a lot of that travel was not happening and so it wasn't that same connection with with those communities as we had before Um, And it was also really hard. I found it really hard to go back to work. We we were still, because we were so flexible with our workspace and environment, we were working from home. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't getting the break that I probably needed from my little one. You know, someone someone was coming in to home to help to look after her, but I was still right there. Like if I was there, of course she wanted me. Yes. And, and she doesn't fun. understand, you know, she doesn't understand that mum's trying to work and why isn't she giving me the same attention? It's it's yeah. difficult, right? She wants to mash the computer like I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, so I really, I really had to sort of sit with that for a while. I went back and, um, you know, did what you, what you think you're going to do and, mm. and then just still continue to treat this as a side hustle. And then it just felt, it felt harder than it probably should. Mm-hmm. And I realized, you know, it wasn't this, I didn't have the same passion for it that I did for the Airbnb and the co-hosting and that sort of stuff. So I didn't really know what I was going to do, how I was going to grow it or how it was going to go to the next level. Mm-hmm. But I thought the only way to do, to really know the next step is to carve off what's not working. Yeah. So I let that, I let that go. And within a couple of weeks, I had got an email from Airbnb asking if I wanted to join the Airbnb ambassador program. Mm-hmm. And they were opening a, basically a new program where they wanted other like hosts to come in who were running quite successful Airbnbs yes. and help other hosts on board. So when hosts were joining Airbnb, they could, they, they still can, click on ask for super host mm-hmm. and they'll get connected with one of 15 of us across Australia. Yeah. And we can hold their hand as they sort of launch through the Airbnb hosting process. That's so good, Crystal. So is that something that Airbnb funds? Like, do they pay you to do that? Or does yes. the host pay you to do that? Airbnb pays. Great. Okay. Yeah. So it can depend on location, depending on how much basically time they get allocated or what, what our mm. reimbursement is from Airbnb. Yeah. Um, and it's amazing because, like I said, I'm connected with, it's actually now grown to overseas. So I'm getting connected with hosts, not only all over Australia, but all over, all over the world. Wow. 
And Do you get I'm to go to those locations? No, okay, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> I, just, I just had to ask that. I'm like, hang on a second. Is this the best job in the world? Um, that would be amazing, wouldn't it? I'll be like, Bahamas, here I come. Yeah. Um, but okay. Got those connections, so you never know. Exactly. Yes. Networking. Okay. So the co-hosting gig came up and this was after you'd taken a leap of faith and said, right, I'm going all in and no more side hustle and making that shift, right? Because quite often as small business owners, we can be really fixated on, you know, calling something a side hustle and treating it like a side hustle. And then when we go back to work and we think, oh gosh, you know, this balance is really hard and your full-time work isn't where your passion is. But when you cut away that safety net and really go all in on your business, I really think, and I see it happen so often, that is when the growth happens and people really, you know, it, it does become their livelihood and it does replace their income. And it's a passion project as well because you're doing what you love. So, Absolutely. And that's when great things grow, you know. I think then that's when the opportunities come your way and, and you realise it's like confirmation. Yep, you're mm-hmm. doing the right thing. You're on the yeah. right path. And then you and you do you get these opportunities you think I can't do that yeah <laughs> yeah really want me you're <laughs> not the wrong person what is going yeah. on yeah <laughs> but yes you absolutely like when you mentioned it to me I was like of course I can see it because you you know created this amazing space and you're so bubbly and yeah why wouldn't it be you so and this again is another thing that comes up you know that whole imposter syndrome is that something that you've had to deal with by building your business with the co-hosting and the ambassador program yeah I think I think that and and often feeling like you don't have the skills that you might need to take it to the next level Mm -hmm. Um, but trusting that you do and what you don't know you'll find out along the way yes Um, and also I think when things come easy when things are well they feel like they come easy because they're your passion or that's what you enjoy doing and it doesn't feel like work you kind of think well this is too this is too easy in a way (laughs) yeah I haven't had to work really hard for this so how can it be my job yeah absolutely but again as well with our conditioning it doesn't feel like the normal nine to five job that our parents and our grandparents did so it's like what do you mean I can help people overseas you know them walking me around and I tell them you know what would look good here and I get paid to do this it's like you know you dream of the perfect job and then it's now come to you so it's perfect and thinking outside the square you know you don't have to put on business clothes and go to work and sit in an office you can be at home with ruby and you know managing your business on your phone and talking to someone overseas you know it's perfect yeah yeah. and it's okay to be paid for something that you enjoy (laughs) yes it's okay absolutely for that abundance to flow with ease yeah i love it so crystal what's happening with the co-hosting can you explain what that is and how it works yeah so um as well as the airbnb ambassador work which is really just short term so I deal with hosts for a short term time and then they launch and away they go and often we'll keep in touch and they'll let me know how they're going and things but Mm -hmm. it's more that one-on-one support right at the beginning yes and then with co-hosting I've got a couple of properties now where I basically treat them like my own so that the owners can step away I work differently to some short-term rental management companies mm-hmm. in in a way that I'm, I'm helping them to drive their business so if they ever wanted to completely take over 
they own the listing, they own the reviews, they own, I mean, it's their property. Yeah. Should. <laughs> Good. I love that. Whereas a lot of management companies, they actually own the listing. So if they mm. want to, if you ever want to take over your property, mm. you start again from scratch. So, so I've sort of, I, that never aligned with me well. So we're, I'm working in a very different way to, to how people work in this space. And so people can be, the host that I work with or the, the co-host that I work with, the owners, can be as involved or as much or as little as they like. And mm-hmm. I like them to have some involvement because that's when they're going to be passionate about their property as well. Yeah. And they're the people that I like to work with. So I'm not, I'm not really into those set and forget properties um, yes. that are just going to, you know, that, that are just going to make you money. Yeah. I really want to work with people who are passionate about their spaces or, or doing it, you know, for amazing reasons. Like one of the, the families that I'm looking after their property, they're traveling Australia. They've got a young family. Their dream has always been to travel Australia. They've packed up their four wheel drive with their boat on top and they're off in Darwin somewhere. Yes. Living their best life. So the co-hosting that you do, does that need to be within your local area or could you co-host for a home on the other side of Australia? I, you could absolutely. So the, the two that I'm doing now are local to me. Okay. Um, one is McLaren Vale, which is our, oh, our most celebrated wine region, which is only 15 minutes from here. Yes. And then one is literally around the corner. So I can walk yes, around there and put the bins out and do the things that are not quite as romantic. <laughs> so, oh my God, I love that. You're so hands on. <laughs> but you think it is something that you could do remotely. You know, you could arrange cleaners, you could arrange contractors and you know, do that for the host. Yeah. Okay, so... Just so I understand, so they own the property, obviously, and then you manage it for them through Airbnb. Yes. And when you say you like them to be hands-on in some ways, is that like the styling of the property or how how do they help contribute? The two that I'm working with now have had a huge, huge hand in their own styling. So, um, and I, I think that's when properties do really well is when they're unique to the the, the owner and people feel that home environment mm. um you don't lots of people I mean lots of people create spaces where you just put in whatever couch you can find or whatever table you can find or but the, the ones that really do well are the ones that are full of the owner's energy mm-hmm. and where you walk in and you feel like you're at home or you're yeah. in someone's home and you're also you know by your family going and staying there you're helping this other family to live their dream of traveling Australia Mm -hmm. so it's just that it's a really feel-good experience for everyone oh that is so true Crystal and it reminds me um way back when we stayed at someone's property on the water um up here in Queensland once and it was like they had high-fived you on the way out the door the Christmas tree was still up there was some of the children's artwork on the walls the bookcase was full and it just felt like you were, um, which you were in someone's home, but it still had all of their energy and it made us so respectful, even more so of their space, knowing that, you know, this was the home of a family. It's not just like a motel room, which is really sterile and, and has no personality. It really, you know, it had their energy and we felt honored to be able to, you know, be in this beautiful home and, and have this reunion type situation with some good friends. But yeah, I, I know what you're saying when you say about, you know, it still feels like their energy is in the home. Yeah. And that, and that's, it's, it's enough. But then when you arrive, it also feels like, you know, you've got the space completely to yourselves as well. And you can create your own memories and it's, you're basically stepping into your own holiday home. Yep. Yeah. It's perfect. That is so good. 
So in terms of making enough money that you can, you know, replace your income for anyone who's looking to get into Airbnb. Yeah. Is the goal to, you know, have more of your own properties or a combination of your properties and co-hosting? What would be a great um, situation for people that are looking to get into Airbnb? I think having one of your own is, is amazing. And I think starting with that, probably because that's the way that I've fallen into this as well is mm. having our own and learning so much from that yeah. there's a lot there's it's almost less pressure when it's not someone else's investment I feel I put a yeah. lot more pressure on myself for other the other people's properties because yeah. I want it to work really really well for them but I also know that if I treat it just like my own it's it's going to thrive in the same way that ours do um, but I think that's a really really good way to start and get your head around people coming in and out of your space, what guests are looking for, mm-hmm. create something that's unique to you. Lots of people sort of try to create something that someone else might have already done or this mm-hmm. is working really well. But I think try to really just, just get in touch with what works for you. Create your dream space uh, and trust that, that you're going to align with other people that love that space too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you want to get into co-hosting, yeah, try to align with people who have that same sort of mentality and philosophy. And I'm, I'm, I will only ever take on properties that fit within our brand and that are unique. And I can, I know that I can offer that same guest experience that I would in my own, in my own properties. Yeah, that's such a good point. So how do you find properties to co-host? Do they put a request in through Airbnb or do you approach them? How does that work? Not through Airbnb, but the, the two that I've had really were just were referrals, people that mm-hmm. knew, knew what I was doing. Um, it, one of them, the first one, the McLaren Vale one came about, we were just chatting. I was just chatting and talking about how they were going away. And it was a similar story to ours. They were going to put it on permanent rental. And I said, oh, what sort of return are you going to get? And mm-hmm. we talked about what he thought he was going to get for a permanent rental. And I said, and he said, oh, you know, if someone would look after it on Airbnb for me, we'd be open to doing the short-term rental thing. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yes. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm ready for that yet. And I said, let, let me come and have a look at the property. And what they've done is just absolutely beautiful. So it's an old 1800s cottage in oh, the Hunter Vale. And yeah. they've completely renovated it from top to bottom. Like they've yeah. created their dream home. Yeah. They're now sharing. And that's why it's so successful. People call that. Um, it's got an inside-outside fireplace, outside kitchen. It's 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 an amazing property. Oh my gosh! Um, lots of people it. come to Clarenbale to get married, and so it, it creates. It's an amazing little place to stay if you're getting married, or if you've got if you're attending a wedding in the area. Yeah. So it, yeah, that's really thriving. Um, and really that just came about a conversation and I just had to go there and feel it and say, look, is this going to align with yeah. you know, what I yeah. want to be able to provide for people? Yes. Um, and then I said, and then we, then we found out we were sec- we were pregnant with our second child and yes. I said, no more properties. <laughs> yeah. And then I had a lady reach out to me through social media, through Instagram. Okay. Yeah. Who had seen what we were doing and she'd actually set up a property in Aldiga Beach as well. This is the one that's just around the corner. And I said, oh, look, I'm not taking on any more properties. It's not the right time for me. Rah, rah, rah. I said, look, let me just send you some photos and we can have a chat. And she sent me some photos and I was just like, okay. <laughs> yeah, you're like, this, <laughs> this property is beautiful. Yeah, I can feel the energy. Yes. With her, I just knew that we were a good fit for each other. Um, and I said, look, I'll go have a look. She'd actually launched it about 
four or five months previously with a management company. Mm-hmm. But again, it was a one size fits all management company and they were looking, they look after, you know, 30, 40, 50 properties all over Adelaide. And it's not mm-hmm. that one-on-one experience for both the owner and the guest. Yeah. So, and she really, you could tell the energy that they've put into this holiday. It's their holiday home. They live in mm-hmm. Adelaide. Okay. Um, and the energy that they've put into that, that home, they just want to be able to reflect that for every single guest experience. And that's something mm-hmm. that I could offer. And it also, you know, it's full of beautiful furniture and she styled it so well. Oh, yeah. that it just fit within our brand. And I thought, okay, you know what? I spoke to my husband and we said, yep. I can fit I can fit this in I can make this work even before the other the next baby comes oh my gosh Crystal I love that said yes and worked it out later and you know it sounds like there's a bit of a theme going on here people come to you and you're like no I'm not doing it and then you like see the house you're like oh damn it okay I'll take it on Yeah, yep. is this you know? Do you have capacity for more? Is this something that you're going to grow the co-hosting side of it, or what's your um, plans moving forward? I think I would yeah be totally open to growing the co-hosting um, mm. for the right for the right people and the right properties, and it would have they have to align like I said with our brand and mm-hmm. the guest experience that I know that I want to deliver. Mm. Um, and. So yeah, who knows really what the future holds? Not in the next few months. Oh yes, baby first. Busy having newborn snuggles. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for you. Yeah, Yeah, I love that. Okay, so open to it. Obviously, when it happens, but at the moment, you're co-hosting and then managing our own. So managing our own, our own cabin, the co-hosting for a couple of others, and then also the Airbnb ambassador ambassador program. Yeah, and growing the baby. Yeah, I'm looking after a toddler. And a toddler and a new baby on the way. I feel like your plate is full. Yes. And in terms of, you know, finances, has this replaced your income that you were, the old job that you were at? Is this something that's sustainable? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Especially I'd only gone back part-time to my other work. And yes, the, I'm doing a little bit of consultancy work on the side as well. So other local hosts, especially people that have been through the ambassador program, Um, I will go, I'll pop over the other, last week we had a photo shoot at one of the other local properties and just, I just sort of, you know, go around and help her fluff a little bit and give, give her the confidence to know, yes, you've presented your property beautifully, Um, connect her with an amazing photographer who I know can deliver photos and and what she needs for her Airbnb listing. Um, So I'm doing a little bit of consultancy work on the side as well, which sort of helps to supplement income. So, you know, at the moment there's lots of different things happening, but Yes, it's ended up, the return is better than what I was doing for, in my other part-time work. Amazing. And you're doing what you love. And I'm doing what I love. Yes. Yes. And you can be at home with your littles as well. Yeah. And it's all my, all my eggs in one basket. So I'm only wearing, even though there's lots of little pieces of the puzzle, it's one hat. I'm always thinking about guest experience. How does a property look? Yes. How much toilet paper does it need? (laughs) Oh my gosh, toilet paper is actually so important. I love nice toilet paper. Yes, who gives a crap? There's a plug for who gives a crap. Yes, yes, exactly. It's so nice, right? It's those little luxury tips. So on the tips, what advice would you give anyone who was looking to get into the Airbnb market or short holiday rental market, even if it wasn't through Airbnb? What advice would you have for them? 
Um, I think it would be it would be coming back to what I've said before about really aligning with what you want to deliver. Um, yeah. Really knowing what what's your unique offering. Mm -hmm. Research the market, see what, if there's something missing, mm -hmm. um, and how can you create that. And do something that feels really good for you because that's what the guests are going to feel. Yeah, so don't try to create something that doesn't doesn't align with you or something that you've seen that someone else has done that's worked before because that already exists. So, yeah. so be yeah. yourself, be yourself, yeah. stay in your own lane. And also know that, you know, that it is hard work. There's, mm -hmm. especially in the beginning, it can be hard work and you want to, you want to over deliver, always over deliver for the guest experience. Yeah. And it, it does sound quite romantic at times, but you know, there's also the times where you're cleaning the toilet. Yes. <laughs> And all sorts of things in the beds. Oh my gosh, gross. Um, so have you had many bad experiences? Have people, you know, trashed the homes or left them or damaged them? Have you had any bad stories like that? No, no. We, we honestly have been really, really lucky. And I think part of that is going through an amazing platform like Airbnb. Mm -hmm. um, they really do it really does work on a community basis and you get to decide who stays in your property. So you can either accept everyone or you can set parameters where they have to ask for your approval if they've not, if they've never used Airbnb before. So if they don't have any pre-existing reviews, yes. um, you can chat to them and feel them out. And if you, if a red flag goes up, then yeah. let it go. Yeah. But you know, I, I very, very rarely, I don't think, I think I've in the last, you know, six years, I've probably, I could count on one hand how many times I've said no. Yep. Okay. Everyone starts somewhere. Oh, of course. And you review them as well as them reviewing you. Is that right? Yeah, exactly yes. right. So when a request comes through, you can see what other hosts have said about them previously. Yeah. And because they've got a they've got a star rating as well. So oh, yep. you can go, yep, this this looks fine, or there's a few red flags here. You can ask yeah. why they're coming, what they might be doing in your area. You'll soon know. Yeah, suss it out. You would get a feel for it, for sure. Yeah. Okay, I have to ask, what is the strangest thing that you found or that's been left behind in an Airbnb? <laughs> if it's too rude, I might have to cut it out. No, no. Nah, it's honestly not that bad. Probably the, the ugliest things is just finding undies and things in the bed yeah. when, you, when you strip the beds and have to do the linens. <laughs> <laughs> like a burning yes yeah oh, yeah yeah so luckily when you're working with with nice places and couples retreats they're fairly new <laughs> yes oh my gosh okay good how funny you just try not to think about what most people are probably doing oh no yes. <laughs> they're out in the beach what are you talking about exactly if they bring kids you know you're fine Exactly. Yes. Who has time for romance and just be more sand in the bed. Yeah. Oh that's right. Totally off topic. I love that. Well, is there anything else, Crystal, that you can think of that might be helpful to anyone who is, you know, wanting to start their own business in this area or anything that we haven't spoken about? Um, no, I don't think so. I think if you've got an idea or you've got a passion, just run with it. Yeah. yeah. I you like don't necessarily that. need to know how it's going to work or how it's going to supplement your income. You don't have to quit your job today. Of course. <laughs> Take your time. Yeah. I just love that. I just, I see so many people that want to do something, whatever it is and however wild it is. And then, you know, they're like, oh, I'll just do it when the kids get older or I'll do it when we've paid off a bit more of our house or I'll do it 
And I get being safe, of course, but I also think that, you know, when you sort of cut that safety net and go for it, that is when it all comes into alignment and everything falls into place. So I just love that you've gone all in and it's working. And we were talking before we started recording about, you know, what it would look like for your husband to go in on the business as well. You know, that area of growth, which again, when you set big goals for yourself and then take aligned action, you know that that's going to happen. It might not happen, you know, next year. It may very well happen next year, but at least you've got something to aim for. So yeah. And it's exciting yeah. to have an opportunity where, you know, you don't know your end game and it's, it's uncapped. So it's not like, you know, you can, I can look at my, we can look at our, my husband's income and go, well, you can only work so many hours a week and you can only make so much money an hour. Yeah. It's capped. Like that income is capped. Whereas, exciting opportunities like this it, it can be uncapped you just don't know what your capacity could be or what property you could launch how much you could charge a night it's it's all the unknown and it's exciting yeah. it's scary yeah. but it's exciting at the same yeah. time but it's all changing right it's not you know boring and the same thing every day which I love yeah and just keep feeding it keep feeding keep feeding the passion don't let it get stagnant yeah keep putting in new beautiful things and that's that's a good too. Yes. <laughs> Homewares are always good. Oh my gosh, exactly. And the behind the scenes as well. Like, you know, I'm loving that too. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Crystal, for coming on. It's been so lovely talking to you. Thank you. Thank you. And if anyone's out there thinking about getting into, you know, Airbnb or short-term rental or, you know, just wanting to take that leap of faith and not really knowing where to start, then please feel free to reach out to me. I'll put your Instagram handle in the show notes. And is there anywhere else people can get in touch with you? You're mainly on Instagram. Yeah, mainly on Instagram. And obviously you'll you'll come across us on Airbnb, Um, but that can be harder. And if you you go through socials, the Instagram, you can check out the properties that we look after and, and check out the cabin. Yes. And message you directly, which is beautiful. Yes. Easy. All right. Well, thanks again, Crystal. I look forward to speaking to you again soon. Thanks so much, Kylie. Today's podcast was brought to you by Coco Collective, an online boutique of coastal-inspired, handcrafted rattan furniture pieces and homewares. If you would like to find out more about starting an online business or growing your online business, be sure to check out my coaching page, kyliecrossman.com.au to find out ways that we can work together. So thanks again for listening and have yourself a beautiful week.